Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasnaya Bhutale Shimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namane Namaste Sarasate Deve Gauravani Pacharini Vishesha Sunyavari Pachachade Satani Vanchakalpatrubhis Jakra Pasindu Vyabhachapatikanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavi Bhyo Namo Namaha So here, in honor of Lord Nishwanagade's appearance, I would like to read some uh, favorite prayers to Lord Nishringadev. My very favorite one is actually um, takes place in the fifth canto. In the fifth canto they take us on a little tour of the earth. When I read this I realized not only haven't we been to the moon, we haven't even been to the earth. <laughs> But in the fifth canto, they are Jambudweep, the nine Varshas. And there in each Varsha, there's a great devotee of the Lord who is leading the residents in prayers to that particular form of the Lord in which they're devoted. So in uh, Badrashva Varsha, Badrashva prays to, prays to Hayagriva. And then the second one in Hari Varsha, uh, Pallad Maharaj conducts services to Lord Nishingadev. And then they go around to the other Varshas. So we're going to stop with Pallad Maharaj. So he's leading their residents in these uh, prayers. And they're all g- great prayers. Uh, so in this account, Sukadev Goswami says, uh, Lord Nishringadev uh, resides in the tract of land known as Harivarsha. Uh, and so he goes on and says, In the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, I shall describe to you how Prahlad Maharaj caused the Lord to assume the form of Nishringadev. Prahlad Maharaj, the topmost devotee of the Lord, is a reservoir of all good qualities, of great personalities. His character and his activities have delivered all the fallen members of his demonic family. Lord Nishringadev is very dear to this exalted personality. Thus Prahlad Maharaj, along with his servants and all the denizens of Harivarsha, Worship Lord Nishringadev by chanting the following mantra. And here's a mantra. These are called, somewhere in the Bhagavatam, these mantras are called Upanishadic mantras. That is, they're of the style of the Upanishads. They're not in a, a, a meter uh, like that. So, text 8 goes like this. <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavati Narasinghaya Namastejas Tejase Avir Avirbhava Vajranaka Vajradamstra Karmashayan Randaya Randaya Tamograsa Grasa Um Swaha Abayam Abayam Atmani Bhuyishta Om Shaum <laughs> So, uh, the translation here, I offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Nishingadev, the source of all power. O my Lord, 
who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts. Kindly vanquish our demon-like desires for fruitive activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. I was very happy when I encountered this prayer because we are always chanted the Nisringa prayers uh, to protect us from the enemies of Iskon. And this will confirm what I always suspected. Uh, the enemies within are worse than the enemies without. <laughs> there used to be a, a political cartoon, uh, well, cartoon with a political uh, edge to it called Pogo used to run in the newspapers and Pogo had a sign that said we have met the enemy and he is us <laughs> so here he is so this is offering prayers so it begins Om Namo Bhagavate Narasimhaya offering respectful obeisances unto Lord uh, Narasimha Shingadev or you could say Narasimha man lion and then he offers obeisances to this Lord who is Tejas Tejase, Teja Tejase, the power of all powers, or the source of all powers. Teja Tejase. And then he says, Avir Avir Baba. Please be fully manifest. You notice there's a lot of repetition in this verse, and Prabhupada points out somewhere that repetition indicates strong emotion. Avir, avir bhava. Avir bhava. This is a be manifest. One of Lord Chaitanya's forms is his, his avir bhava manifestation, where he shows up uh, wherever uh, Mother Sachi is making offerings, and she sees him. This is his Avir Baba, is this manifestation. Please be manifested. How? Uh, um, uh, Vajra Naka. Vajra means a lightning bolt. There's also Vajra Buddhism, you know. <laughs> so uh, Vajra Naka, his, his claws, his nails, like there like lightning bolts or thunderbolts, very powerful. And Vajradamstra, his fangs, they're also like lightning bolts. Uh, and then uh, Karmashayan, uh, which Prabhupada says, uh, Ashaya is a, is a desire or longing for karma. Uh, uh, and Prabhupada says uh, demonic-like desires for fruitive activities in the material world. So where's the demon? Huh? What are these? Uh, they're demonic. Uh, Karmashayan. And then Randaya, Randaya. Uh, vanquish, vanquish. Again, that repetition there. Vanquish, vanquish. This Karmashayan. And then Tamaha. Tamo grasa grasa. And 
ignorance. So mode of passion, mode of ignorance. Tamo grasa grasa. Drive away, drive away. The ignorance. And then om svaha. Offering obeisances in this way with the words om svaha. And then abayam abayam atmani. Uh, abayam abayam fearlessness uh, abayam abayam atmani here in the word for word in my mind uh, uh, appear in my mind to also or my heart uh, uh, and give me buyishta uh, uh, may you appear in my heart uh, and grant me fearlessness, abayam, abayaman. The Prabhupada says, uh, drive away ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in our struggle for existence in the material world. This is the translation of that. Uh, But it's really basically abayam, abayam, atmani, buyishta, and then om, and then shraum, and the word for word Prabhupada says this is the Bija or seed of mantras offering prayers to Lord Shringadev. Uh, so there's a, so this is a really great prayer. I mean, it's just fantastic and it really helps you to say it. So <laughs> uh, let's do it responsibly. You say after me, Om Namo Bhagavate Nara Singhaya. Namaste Jaste Jaste Avir Avir Baba Vajranaka Vajradamstra Karma Shayan Randaya Randaya Tamo grasa grasa om swaha. Abayam abayam atmani. Puishta. Om shraum. Nice one. No, we're protected for a while. As long as we remember enough. So we're asking him to appear in our hearts. And then destroy the Hiranyakashipu within. Um, so uh, Prabhupada uh, begins his purport. I won't read the whole purport, but he begins his purport by uh, quoting uh, from Bhagavatam four twenty two thirty nine. Where Sanat Kumar uh, speaks this to Maharaj Pritu, uh, uh, that because uh, this verse mentions karma shayan, and that's why Prabhupada quotes it. Yet pada pankaja palasa vilasa bhaktya karma shayan gratitamud gratayanti santaha. Tanvan rikta patayo matayo yatayo piruddha 
Prothaganastamaranam Bajavasudevam to worship Lord uh, Krishna, the son of Vasudeva, that that will make it so you can be easily become free from these what uh, this hard-knotted desires for fruitive activities. Uh, so he says, uh, every living being within the material bo- world has this strong desire to enjoy matter to his full satisfaction. Carried to extreme, that's Hiranyakashipu. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, these are demoniac uh, desires. And therefore, because of that, one has to continue in fruitive activities. And he says, you cannot, one cannot stop the repetition of birth and death without being completely desireless. So when we notice that when we try to deal with those desires, they're very formidable. Like, in fact, we feel like a little kid in front of Hiranyakashipu. Uh, um. and Prabhupada says unless one is completely free of all material desires which are caused by the dense darkness of ignorance he's referring back again to this tamokrasa passion and ignorance one cannot fully engage in the devotional service of the Lord Therefore, Prabhupada recommends, we should always offer our prayers to Lord Dashringadev, who killed Hiranyakashipu, the personification of material desires. So he says, she's also, oh, how do we do this? Hiranya means gold, and Kashipu means a soft cushion or bed. Uh, so here we have the American spirit, <laughs> the blessings of this great nation. Uh, materialistic persons always desire to make the body comfortable, and for this they require huge amounts of gold. That's the economy, right? Thus Hiranyakashipu was the perfect representative of materialistic life and therefore the cause of great disturbance to the topmost devotee Prahlad Maharaj until Lord Nishringadev killed him. Any devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to Nishringadev as Prahlad did in this verse. So this is, this is a very good mantra. So I, I want to, I, I was thinking of this, and then there's a following verse that's really beautiful, which is in, in, in verse, Swastyas tu vishvasha, kala prasidatam dayantu bhutani shivam mito diyas, diya manastabhadram bhajataddaroksaje aveshatam no matarapyaraitaki. This is his prayer now. Swastyastu Vishvasha. May there be auspiciousness. Swastyastu. Uh, 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 Vishvasha. Throughout the universe. Kala Prasidatam. 
may all those envious persons be pacified. Dayantu Bhutani Shivam Mitodiya, and may all uh, living entities become calm by practicing a devotional service because they, by doing this, they will think of each other's welfare. So Prabhupada here expands the purport in the translation. Whenever you read a verse and you see the translation goes a little beyond the literal, Prabhupada wants to indicate that this is what's so strongly implicit that he puts it right in the translation. Then in the, in the purport he'll expand upon it a little more. But basically it, it says, Dayantu uh, Bhutani, let those living beings, Shiva, wish each other well, wish each other auspiciousness. Usually, in the material world, everybody, go to hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're always wishing each other inauspiciousness. But here, should think well of each other and wish each other well. Dayantu Bhutani, may all beings wish each other well. Manastabhadram Bhajatat, and may their own minds and intelligence become badra, auspicious. They're all different words for auspicious in this verse. And you notice it starts from the universal, the whole world become auspicious, vishvasha, and then may the living beings think, may there be auspiciousness among living beings, and then inside, manastabhadram, and then bhajatadadhokshaje, here's the devotional service comes in, by, by, uh, 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 experiencing the Supreme Lord at uh, 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 be, uh, and therefore let that let us all engage in that service, the Lord who uh, uh, appears in our uh, mind and intelligence, absorbed in in, in thought of Him. So, uh, so this is a. Pr- such a good American prayer that I got a phone call uh, while I was in Hawaii in the GBC in 2002 from uh, Rukmini. And she was in a prayer group with uh, uh, some people at the National Cathedral in D.C. And she said uh, they are having a uh, it's coming up, there's going to be a memorial service for the September 11th, second year, at the National Cathedral in Washington. And they want it to be an interfaith service. And they asked her, they can't find a Hindu. <laughs> and they asked her if she would know a Hindu who could lead like the, the Hindu part, you know, have a come up and talk to everybody for this interfaith service, that part of it. So she called me up and said, maybe you could do it. And I I was a little skeptical. I said, look, you know, this is going to be, there's going to be people there from the Indian embassy. So if the, you got to be sure that if the representative of Hinduism is a white guy... Nobody's going to be upset. So think about you know think about that because you're supposed to give up. 
and you're supposed to give a verse or a text, you know, that's relevant for this occasion. So I thought of this text. Uh, uh, and uh, so then she gets back to me uh, says, they said it's okay. So I thought of this text. So I thought that I wanted to be able to say it first in Sanskrit and then the translation. Because I thought of standing in a Nash cathedral, you know, by going, Swastyastu Vishvasha Kala Pusidatam Dayantu Bhutani Shivam Mitodia, you know. And it's a prayer for peace, because the theme was peace, right? So this is a prayer for world peace, universal peace, you know, peace inside, peace outside. And uh, so I got, got the, uh, that I could do could do that. But then when I looked at Prabhupada's translation, I felt that I had to kind of do a separate translation for the r- rhetorical nature of this occasion. So I had to do a kind of my own translation. So I want to read you that one. Uh, so I did this. I, there's supposed to be a reading from Scripture. right? So this is my reading from Scripture. Swastyastu Vishvasya Kala Apasidatam so I, I did it in Sanskrit. So I figured that would at least... I could, I look up, when I was stood up there by way, standing above everybody else, you know, and I, I noticed you had to speak very slowly because there was a bad echo and other people who come before me, you couldn't hear them because of the bad acoustics and the national procedural. And I could see off to my right the, the, the staff from the, you know, Indian Embassy was sitting there, you know, so... And everybody who's Indian knows swastiastu, you know, let there be swasti, you know, so they, they blessings, you know. So this is how I, I, I did it. May the entire universe be blessed with peace and hope. Uh, and this is following Prabhupada's purport, but doing a kind of a more literal translation. May the entire universe be blessed with peace and hope. May everyone driven by envy and enmity become pacified and reconciled. May all living beings develop abiding concern for the welfare of others. May our own hearts and minds be filled with purity and serenity. May all these blessings flow naturally from this supreme benediction. May our attention become spontaneously absorbed in the rapture of pure love unto the transcendent Lord. So that's, that's how I did it. And it sort of follows the, the, the progression of, of uh, uh, this verse in, in, in this way. And uh, it went over well. People asked for it later. Could I have a, you know, it was actually put into the, their little booklet uh, 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 to in, in, in this way. Uh, and I remember people that in Washington were very affected by this because there was also a plane that piled into the Pentagon, one of the diverted flights that terrorists were above. And so they had, you know, they were, the, the president wasn't there. Uh, he had gone up to to New York for the, the ceremony, but you know the Secretary of State was there. I could recognize these 
these various people. And I was hoping it would do some good for Washington, D.C. Uh, also uh, <laughs> at, at this time. Uh, uh, so Prabhupada says, uh, he, he kind of continues his purport by, uh, by uh, telling us, um, he says, uh, Prahlad Maharaj prays in this verse, Kala Prasitatam, may all the envious people be pacified. The material world is full of envious persons, but if one frees himself of envy, he becomes liberal in his social dealings and can think of others' welfare. Anyone who takes up Krishna consciousness and engages himself completely in the service of the Lord cleanses his mind of all envy. So notice how this follows. May the Lord appear in my heart. Uh, and drive away darkness and drive away passion. Therefore we should pray to Lord Nishringadev to sit in our hearts. So this follows from the previous verse. We should pray by hearing the Sringo, Ridaye in the which in fact we do. By hearing Shingo, Ridaye in the let Nishor, now so what are we saying when we say sing that? Let Lord Nishringadev sit in the core of my heart, killing my bad propensities. Because when we confront our bad propensities, we find ourselves overwhelmed. They're bigger than me. But if Lord Nishringadev appears there, I can take care of them. Let my mind become clean so that I may peacefully worship the Lord and bring all peace to this entire world. So that's how we should act. And Prabhupada says, Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur has given a very fine purport in this regard. Whenever one offers a prayer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one always requests some benediction from Him. Oh. Always. It's not that, can I ask? Yeah, you should. But we should know what to ask for. That's the point. Even pure Nishkama devotees pray for some benediction. And then he quotes the Shishastika uh, 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 pick me up from this ocean of birth and death. Uh, uh, so that's a, we should chant this benediction. Uh, uh, and so he said, these are the benedictions that Prahlad asks. So we have to ask, destroy all material desires. We should not say, leave this one alone. Yeah, all my material, except that line, that I need. Leave it alone. No. Because if we say I need something, we don't have sufficient faith because we're thinking... Uh, the Faith means uh, having the firm conviction 
that if I am successful in Krishna consciousness, I will be happy in all regards. That doubt should go away. That everything will be fulfilled. There won't be anything left over. That, 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 uh, Shraddha means, faith means, having this firm conviction that if I granted Krishna consciousness, sarva karma kritahoy, then all other things will be accomplished. Uh, and so, uh, this is uh, 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 the idea of, of this prayer. And uh, 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 so that everyone not just for ourselves we should pray we start there because you can't you know pray for everybody else to be pure but ignore the enemy within and then uh, the world uh, will change if uh, we are uh, doing like this and acting like this and the mind becomes uh, clean uh, Anyway, that's the purport. And uh, so, that especially on Nishinga Day's appearance day, to me, this is like thinking of ourselves, our society, our spiritual lives, the people around us, the United States of America, <laughs> and the whole disturbed world. Uh, we pray for the welfare uh, of all of these people. Uh, uh, in this way, uh, and that Lord Nishringa Day will uh, do this for us and kill the Hiranyakashi Poos everywhere. Okay, before I speak, I would like someone to bring my Lord Nishringa Deity and put him here on his table. One last thing when I was in Germany, did you see for Germany we have this? Go to the farm on the shrine. They have Prahlad and Shringa there. Yeah. All get up and bathe. Quite a quite a <laughs> get soaked. <laughs> I would like to talk about my relationship with this Lakshmi Nishringa Vigraha. I received him around 10 or 15 years ago. It was actually 30 years ago. <laughs> 30 years ago? Time passes when you're having fun. <laughs> Maybe more. Do the math. 1979. 38 years. Last week. Anyway, <laughs> time passes quickly when you're having fun. That's right. The accordion effect. I have been worshipping personal deity since 1968 when a god brother sent me Radha Krishna deities from Vrindavan in the mail. Those little deities I worshipped in the storefront in Boston and they were put on the altar in the next big house that we had in Boston 
They are now on the altar in the Boston Temple with Radha Gopipalava. Then I personally worshipped Gorni Thai deities in a van or a recreational vehicle as a sannyasi as I traveled. Those deities were given to me by Brahmatirtha. And they are now on the altar at Kidanagari. So I started developing a desire to worship Lord Nishringa. Others are sannyasis for worshiping Lord Nishringa. And I had a desire. So during that time, Bhagavan had a group of his men searching throughout India in all the antique shops for Nishringa deities. And they found three or four of them very similar. And Radhumna Swami got some one and someone into their temples. And Bhagavan approached me in the Krishna Balaram temple and said, I hear you're looking for an Ashringa deity. And he generously gave me this one. So I had him on my altar at home, not in any temple. But then, some years later, I obtained my Radha Govinda deities. And I felt a little uneasy about the combination of Lord Nishringa and Radha Krishna. Their moods are so different. Lord Nishringa is so fierce and Radha and Krishna are so soft. So that was one problem I had about Lord Nishringa. What was he doing here on the altar? And then another problem I had was with my mind. When I approached Radha Govinda, sometimes obscene words would pop up in my mind. This was very disturbing and it ruined my darshan. But I was helpless to stop it because of my past life. But then these two difficulties, the difficulties of what is the place of Lundashringa with Radha Krishna and how to stop these bad thoughts 
I come to Radha Krishna, solve themselves in the thought that I could pray to Lord Nishringa to take away my dirty thoughts. And so I used to, I have started, I started about a year ago praying first to Lord Nishringa. I would pray, my dear Lord Nishringa, as you tore apart Hiranyakashipu with your iron-like nails, please tear out the dirty thoughts in my mind so that I can approach Radha Govinda with a clean mind and heart and worship them. As soon as I started that prayer, it worked wonders. I prayed to Lord Nishringa and then I approached Radha Govinda and I didn't have any bad thoughts and this has been continuing. So I know Lord Nishringa Dave's place on the altar is to take away my dirty thoughts. And I see his connection to Radha Govinda. That's all I wanted to say. Dhammajara <coughs> Maharaj, would you please? Um. going to speak, but I guess we could say something. Maybe um, maybe I can ask if anybody, uh, I mean the, the story has, has so many different aspects that like, practically the whole seventh canto. Does anybody remember uh, how it began and what its connection was to the end of the sixth canto? How the Lord is? How is it that the Lord is equal to everyone? Yeah, because the end of the sixth canto was it, it was Vitrasura, and uh, it seemed that the, the Lord was partial to the demigods. So then, I think at the beginning of the seventh canto, that question was asked, and then the story was told about the Rajasuya Yagya, and then that's how that whole story begins and uh, a part of that that I especially remember and I like was that how envious Sishupal was that when he was very young in broken language he used to curse Krishna <laughs> like a child like bad, 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 bad. Krishna very bad <laughs> that part and um Anyway, there's so many parts of the story, and uh, um, yeah, I like um, um, 
of course, the teachings of Prahlad. Um, Prahlad is mentioned um, as a per, to exemplify the verse. I, I read this in the Bhakti Sandarbha of uh, Savai Pumso Paro Dharmo Yato Bhakti Radoksaji Ahaitiki Apatiyata Yatma Suprasiddhati that devotional service is unmotivated, unbroken. And and the meaning of unbroken was that the meaning of unbroken was was that um, uh, something is unbroken when there is nothing better than it and nothing that is more painful than giving it up. That's when something becomes unbroken. So that was the example of Prahlad because his father wanted him to give up devotional service and he was saying, you know, give it up or, you know, I'll kill you, give it up or I'll throw you in a pit, you know, pit full of venomous snakes. And at each time, Prahlad's answer was, is the pain of giving up devotional service <laughs> is more painful than, you know, a pit full of, you know, snakes and things like that. So I remember also uh, that part, and then uh, Prahlad's uh, preaching and all the nice verses that Prahlad came, and Kumara Acharet Pragyo, Dharman Bhagavatanya, Dulava Manasanjanma, that, uh, anyway, that was there. And then, uh, um, yeah, and then, uh, Hmm. And then, of course, uh, uh, Prahlad is also given as an example of um, how devotional service um, is uh, there's no material qualification because it says born or unborn, and he became enlightened within the womb by hearing the uh, Bhagavatam. Um, hmm. And then, uh, you know, of course, when his father tried to stop him, um, you know, and he asked him what he learned in school, and then that the verse came, you know, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasevanam, and that was also inspiring to me because Prabhupada <clears throat> said that uh, his purports are his personal ecstasies. So I, I tried to think like, you know, which verses had the longest purports. That's one. And the other one is the, uh, you know, have really long, you know, where devotional service is, is um, accessible. It doesn't matter what species of life, what grammatical ending, it goes on and on. Uh, and then the other verse that I saw also has a similar long verse that was like Prabhupada's personal ecstasy was um, uh, the fourth verse of the Chatur Shloki where it says, Sarvatra, Sarvagada, devotional service is, you should, you should search for this, and the previous verse was about prema, indirectly or directly, anywhere and everywhere. And I thought that was nice that Prabhupada explained 
how devotional service, and that's his mood, it's accessible in anywhere, in any condition, you know, etc. Um, uh, yeah, I, usually when I know I'm giving a lecture, I actually went through that and just around all the points that I thought were interesting, so I don't know. Vindasru Prabhu, did you speak something here? Yeah, it started out. You have anything else to add? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to think, you know, it's interesting that this, I've never thought that this was followed on the Shishu Paul story. You know what the word Shishu Paul means? One who protects children. <laughs> I don't know how he got that name, but, but that's what it is a protector of children. Shishu, a child. Shishu Paul. <laughs> And it's about children. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just occurred to me. Interesting. And, uh, hmm. Yeah, I know. What other things did you cover? <laughs> I was talking about this, uh, the the the, uh, the prayers of. Uh, that when Prahlad needs the residence in Jambudweep, Omnimo Bhagavate, and I was singing Ayanamas Tejas Tejas, just dealt with that one. And the one that Swastiyas Duhishvashya Kala Prasidatam Bhayanta Bhutani Shivam Nitantamas Prayers Lord is written there. Like that one. Would you speak on what Nishringadev said back to Prahlad? What's that? Would you speak on what, what Nishringadev spoke back to Prahlad? What Nishringadev spoke back to Prahlad at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that we know the basic story that uh, you, know, you can only get liberation by a change of consciousness. You can't get you can't get liberation by any type of um, you can't get liberation by any type of by uh, you can only become liberated if you change your consciousness, not by controlling anything, because by controlling things is why you're in the material world. So I think that aspect of the story is nice that. You know, he wanted to become immortal, which means basically to live in yourself. And the, the only way you can live in yourself, if you realize it, if you change your consciousness. So he, he tried to um, cover all his bases. Uh, and then I guess the end of that story. And then... Uh, and I guess the end is nice too, because the question was you know, where is God? And there was a nice thing I read by Prabhupada's godbrother, a very beautiful statement. He said, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. <laughs> That's Nicholas of Cusa, actually. You're the one that said that uh, plagiarism is Guru Parampara, I guess. <laughs> But isn't that a nice statement, Maharaj? Uh, yes. Where, where, where there's no circumference, the center is everywhere. And when I heard that, 
which shows it's nice to be well read. <laughs> it goes to with once in a while, pay attention. Where the center is, where the, where's no circumference, the center is everywhere. No, it was his definition of God, someone, someone who, whose whose circumference is nowhere and whose center is everywhere. And that's his definition of of, of God. Well, I, I think the story shows yeah, what one's faith is that we're not separated from God by a by a physical distance because mm-hmm. God is everywhere. It's you know we're separated mm-hmm. by our consciousness, and that's the verse. Daiviyeshu gunamayi mama maya daratiya mameviye papajante mayam etan trantite. It's a divine energy, and it's following our consciousness of not wanting to be a devotee because mm-hmm. we're not so as long as we have that consciousness when we don't want to be a devotee we have to be put in the illusion that we're not so as long as we have that consciousness then you know we're bound in the material world and uh, so we're only separated by God by our, our consciousness and therefore one who is a devotee he has that faith so is God everywhere? Yeah, he is. Is he in that pillar? Yeah, he is there. <laughs> and to his pure devotee, he'll appear. I thought that was another nice aspect mm-hmm. of the story. Mm-hmm. We always remember the plays, you know. Like, yeah. But then when, you know, when the Bhagavatam explained, I mean, there's actually fighting going on for like a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. leave that part out of the, 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 the play. temple play, yeah, the skit, the Sunday feast skit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole That's how armies. potent they are, though, because that's if, if we tell the story, that's we'd, the play that we saw. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah, they leave that part out. It's shocking that they're. You know. no. I had a, a, a professional person in theater who wanted to write a Krishna Leela, and he was always disappointed on how that play was presented. Mm-hmm. And the reason he gave is he said that because good drama is just not narrative, it's character development. Mm-hmm. And he thought that they really miss out on the character of Hiranyakasi Poo. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually such a good character of uh, and it's also interesting too how the world is created that uh, to encourage sacrifice to such a degree that that uh, that even a demon who performs it that the universe is is obliged to respond mm-hmm. You know, one interesting thing about Haranikashipu, like when I read these stories, in Western aesthetics or drama, he's a tragic hero. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. the, the hubris, the, the pride that challenges the gods and gets, you know. It's very interesting. He's, a tra- he's what they, you know, the Aristotel- Aristotelian tragic hero. Is, the demons, including that one. I think Srila Prabhupada in the, in the festival series, you hear, he says, this, he especially applaud Mr. Hiranyakashipu when the devotees did the play. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada was 
acknowledging his appreciation of the devotee who played the part of Hiranyakashipu. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember too when they had the, the, the legal case against Iskand. Oh yeah. They man. brought the picture of Hiranyakashipu uh, uh, you know the Shringadeva like the Shringadeva tearing him apart tearing yeah. out the father doing uh, viscera and, coming and out and they brought it into the courtroom <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and I remember the time Robin George case yeah Jagad- Jagadish said that you know they tried to make excuses up for yeah, it yeah yeah but it would, would have been better if they used yeah. it to actually explain the story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then they didn't explain the story no well, she claimed that, that that she was told that if she didn't stay a devotee, this would happen to her. <laughs> oh, wow, Well, weird things get told to people in this con. I have to say sometimes, but I, I think that's not what she was told. But anyway, but you, you think, oh, yeah, California, you know, it could have happened. <laughs> California. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was that was brought in the courtroom because it gets scared of him. And what you were saying, Maharaj, too, that the name for Lord Nishringadev is also uh, Bhakti Bigya Binas Nishringamara. Yeah, destroys the Bigya. Uh, he, he destroys the obstacles, obstacles to, to devotion. Oh. Yeah, that's why we worship him, actually. But to me, it's like the most encouraging thing. I was talking about this before you come, that that we don't have to destroy our material desires because we confront them that bigger than we are. But if we just pray for Nishringa Dev to appear our heart and rip them apart, by hearing Nishringa, Riddhaye Nishringa, it can happen. So that, that's the really encouraging thing. You just got to really say, well, yeah, we'll do it. Cardiac surgery. We can say he's the original cardiologist. We should get them all to put his picture in <laughs> medical schools. <laughs> Guaranteed to find your ailment. Was it Ramnath Swami saying recently that in Bhaktivedanta Hospital they keep Lord Nishingadev, all the surgeons keep the picture of Lord Nishingadev? But you read the story, it's even more gruesome, you know, because he pulls out the intestines and garbage himself. He's just like, it's like a lion kills, you know? When they do that, that's, the, the lions, the way they, they, they do it is they, uh, like if it's, it's getting a buffalo or something, it rips open its stomach first. That's the vulnerable <laughs> part. And then, you know, eviscerates it. So he does it just the same way. Well, it's a gruesome scene. And also, first plays with them, let them go, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets attacked by others. You know, there's a whole fight that goes on. Yeah. yeah. It's a great story. Yeah. It really does. Um, you think of him as a tragic hero. I'm still sort of stuck on that point. Cause, <laughs> because you think of of. Nershingadev appearing with all this incredible power, and Hiranyakashipu still flies at him, and uh, yeah, exactly, that, those words exactly. like breaking his waist like a wasp. No, he's just he, this yeah. like little he's, creature. Yeah, 
Yeah, Hiranyakashipu was... He thought he was big deal, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, he wanted to control the universe. You know why he wanted to control the universe? It's mentioned. He could reverse the, the results of good and bad deeds. The karma. He could switch. If, you got, if he got up in the, that position uh, high enough, he could reverse that. It's also interesting how his plan to uh, destroy the demigods was to destroy Brahminical culture. Yeah. They're sustained by sacrifice, right? Yeah. Not the whole thing. So that was his ambition, actually, was to, to replace Brahma. From the stone of injury, you couldn't do that.